Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Keith over here broadcasting live from our lovely Pensacola studio, and I have a very special guest with me this morning. I have Mr. Ken Okaniwa from the uh, Japan Consulate, who is uh, gracing our presence today here in Pensacola, all the way up from Miami. Um, just before the storm. So we're glad that you're here and you made it safe. Welcome. Thank you, Keith. Good so, morning. Uh, uh, you, you've already made the rounds, I understand. We, you've, we've hung out with the mayor a little bit and, and uh, um, seen uh, Pensacola and what's been going on. How long has it been since you have been here? I was here last uh, October. Okay. So it's been uh, just about, just a, year. about a year. Yeah, okay. Uh, did you see any new improvements on, on your way in? Some things that you didn't see last year going on? I haven't noticed. I've been busy. Uh, <laughs> You've been a hundred miles an hour. Forth. Yeah. Well, uh, we're you're here today because we we want to talk about um, Jetro and we want to talk about the the aerospace and the aviation um, really partnership that you have going on between Japan and, and Florida. So, for those that don't know how that works or or what that is, give us a little explanation and, and background on it. Right. Well, um, let's start from uh, Pensacola and Japan. Uh, Pensacola has a sister city in Japan, uh, Gero City, and uh, every year high school students visit Pensacola for about two weeks, and uh, high school students from Pensacola visit Gero City, and this is a warm friendship between the two cities. There is a Japanese uh, company in the local area, Hitachi Cable, which sells wire harness for uh, cars, um, they employ about 320 uh, people. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese companies invest uh, a total of about 7.7 billion U.S. dollars in Florida State. And uh, this is a close second among the other all the countries. Mm-hmm. And uh, they account for about 24,000 jobs. Wow. Why, uh, <laughs> why Florida? Why Japan and Florida? Why not Texas or, or, or anywhere else? Well, I'm in, uh, I'm based in Miami, but I'm in charge of Florida State. And so my job is to promote exchanges between Japan and Florida. So that's why I'm talking about Florida. Um, as a country, mm-hmm. U.S. and Japan relations, we share common values such as democracy and rule of, rule of law and human rights. We have an alliance, which is very di- important. <coughs> to keep peace in the Asia-Pacific region, especially in view of North Korea. Uh, we have a strong uh, and very uh, good economic relations, and Japanese uh, investors, Japanese investors are the second uh, biggest investor in the United States. So what, what, and for those that don't know exactly what, what all that means, what are, what are our exports to your, to Japan? Well, you export uh, from Florida. You export uh, a components of uh, uh, gas turbines. Uh, you export uh, grapefruits. We are the largest importer of grapefruits. Uh, That's we, a thing over there, huh? Yes. No, it's famous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, people think Florida is about grapefruits and Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> and we import uh, a lot of uh, material for fertilizers from Tampa. Uh, I think they are phosphate. Wow. I had no idea, especially the grapefruit. That, that gets me. So um, obviously not native to, to your country and, and don't grow there. But 
Are there any other um, fruits and stuff that we from the states that Japan usually consumes? We from the United States. Yeah. Uh, we import a lot of beef and uh, some pork. I guess uh, we import a lot of um. Yes, uh, I guess a lot yeah. of other things. That's just grapefruit. That just blows my mind. So, um, so let's talk about the the aerospace and the in the aviation. There's a lot of uh, collaboration that goes on from what, uh, what I've done and it's seen through my research here, but, um, the, the Jetro event that's coming up in, uh, the end of October here is specifically designed to pair companies and with, uh, American companies with Japanese companies, right? It's so that the two of you can, uh, just build uh, economic development or, or just work together and collaborate. Is that, is that my understanding? Uh, yes. Um, Japanese companies are very active. We have a strong aerospace industry in Japan. Yeah. Um, companies like Mitsubishi and IHI, they provide uh, the body parts of uh, aircraft or uh, main uh, parts of the engines mm-hmm. that uh, that are used in these aircraft. Um, we also have a strong uh, space industry. Uh, I think Japan is one of the nine countries in the world which have the capability to send uh, rockets up into space. And uh, the objective of getting, uh, well, we are getting about uh, 30 to 40 Japanese aerospace companies to visit Florida as a group, probably for the first time, to promote uh, collaboration, business collaboration mm-hmm. between uh, companies based in Florida and Japan. So, but in, in, from what I understand, this is a a very very big thing between obviously both the U.S. and, and Japan. But it is um, this matchmaking thing is not necessarily the easiest um, thing to to do or put together. Is that is that correct? Yes. Well, if <laughs> the companies who are coming to the United States, these are companies who don't do business directly with the uh, American aerospace companies. Uh, they are either uh, large companies in chemical or glass which provide the various components mm-hmm. or the smaller companies which provide the precision instruments which are included in the large bodies and the other parts that the large Japanese companies provide. So they have no links or no direct links with American aerospace companies. Yeah, But the idea is for them to open up them opportunities to work directly with uh, local companies in uh, Florida yeah. and also the larger companies in Florida so that there'll be more uh, exchanges and they can, uh, for the short term, they want to sell their products. But in the longer term, uh, we are looking to find more partnership, uh, joint development of products and maybe having investments in the state. Yeah. So, um, I, and this is my own personal curiosity, but Talk to me about the business culture of Japan because I, I, are they different? I know they're different, but I mean, are they really, is there a huge wide variance between U.S. business culture and Japan business culture? Uh, I think that in general, um, Japanese companies tend to take a longer term view so that their relationships or their partnerships, they lost a long, last a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because there is a, uh, I guess, the uh, annual, uh, I mean, 
there is a more longer-term view, and also we cherish the uh, relationships that uh, with other companies or other people. Yeah. So, uh, what do the um, what do the Japanese participants for for say Jetro? What do they look for in an American company when they come over to talk or, or meet? What are they What are they specifically looking to to find? I think that they're looking to uh, find uh, opportunities for the Japanese companies to find a good partner to sell their products yeah. or for them to work together later on. So what what gives them that uh, green light in those in those aspects? What gives them a green light? Oh, well, that's a little bit difficult because we have so many different uh, companies interested in uh, aerospace. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're varied in, in the various industries because some are interested in uh, producing precision components. Some are more interested in the uh, sort of selling used aircraft mm-hmm. from Jap- Japanese airlines to MRO companies. And some are interested in uh, maybe more the sort of the technical aspects of service right. aspects of aerospace. So it's a little bit difficult. Um, but I think the important thing is that we are organizing uh, one-to-one meetings. So not just general presentations, but we have one-to-one meetings where individual companies identify uh, from a list mm-hmm. uh, which companies they want to talk to, uh, depending on their area of interest. So they get a head start, really, right? They yes. get they yes. get they get past the receptionist, and they actually get to. Uh, start developing some relationships that down the road will, will be feasible. Yes, yes. So in the future of Japanese um, aerospace and, and um, aircraft and all that, where do you see it heading? What's the next step for, for Japan? I think the uh, next steps, well, Japan, uh, a Japanese company, Mitsubishi Heavy Industries, um, they are finalizing the uh, commercial production of a first uh, nationally uh, produced uh, commercial aircraft in half a century. Really? And I think for us, this is a big uh, milestone because uh, we have not had a nationally produced aircraft for so such a long time. Yeah. And uh, I guess, you know, this, this is something that we, uh, I think, would make a big difference when we have a Japanese company selling an aircraft. Also, uh, Japanese companies are interested in the possibility of uh, commercial space activities. And there's a lot of commercial space activities in the space coast. Yeah. Uh, we have none in Japan. Okay. And uh, so this is something that's very interesting for my uh, companies in Japan. And so many are coming to Space Coast to see what's happening in that area. Yeah, some of that technology that was secret or private before is now becoming commercialized and able to use in the public. And some of it's some pretty neat technology. Yes. So are we going to see a Mitsubishi 747 here in the next couple years? Uh, Yes, you will. It's a Mitsubishi regional jet. We we call them MRJ. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they have a contract to sell 20 planes to Eastern Airlines, which is a, I think, based the new, the new, uh, newly renewed company mm-hmm. based in, I think, Miami. Mm-hmm. So they'll be flying in several years' time. Very cool. So 
how 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 long, how far away are we from actually seeing one of these these jets completed? Do you no, think? they're going to be flying around, uh, I guess, twenty twenty or twenty. Okay, so very soon. And um, I'm assuming that it, you say it's been half a century mm-hmm. since since. So this will be a pretty large export for Japan. Well, it's a small beginning. Yeah, right. But you get your foot back in the door, correct? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. I mean, you don't see me building a plane, you know? So mm-hmm. that's a pretty big feat to take. What, um, is it, is it just that this is where business is going and this is sort of where the new money to be made is, is, is tech, is technology and aerospace? Or do we, do you just find that you guys have a really big interest in it? Um, no, this is an area that I identified as a result of traveling around the state, including this area. Yeah. That, uh, the fact that Florida has the second largest concentration of aerospace companies with a space course, which is one of the main uh, areas, uh, main place of launch for the rockets mm-hmm. uh, exists. This fact has never been uh, recognized in Japan. Yeah. No one knew about this in Japan. It was our best kept secret. And so I had, <laughs> and there's no point in keeping this, uh, this kind of, uh, stuff secret. So I wanted to have Japanese businesses find out more and also yeah. to promote, you know, more collaboration because I think this is a new area. And uh, Florida is not a place known for business. It's more famous for Disney World. Yeah, and for the mouse. Yeah, <laughs> and grapefruits. And, uh, we call them Indian River fruit, from what I understand. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's what it's called when you get down towards towards your your neck of the woods. Um, do you see uh, Do you see Japan's businesses building here? Do you see them having some plants and some foothold in in real estate here? Um, are you talking about Pensacola or just, Florida? Just yes, Florida in general. Florida? Well, I have seen the uh, investments to Florida has grown in recent years. And uh, at this point, um, I think the amount of investment in the state is, uh, is a total of uh, $7.7 billion. Um, And this is a close second after Germany. Um, but there has been a lot of investment in the last four years. Yeah. Um, just one company, SoftBank, they have invested 7.1 billion wow. in Florida. Wow. They bought Brightstar, which sells, uh, cellular phones to communication companies. Mm-hmm. They, uh, provided $1 billion for a satellite factory in the Space Coast. They bought Fortress, which is a holding company of Brightline. Mm-hmm. And they recently bought a uh, company uh, in Jacksonville, which sells sports goods. Ah, and this that's is a, a pretty diversified portfolio. Yes, they have uh, they have a fund for investing. Yeah. In, uh, in other places. So if if I was an American company and I wanted to extend my business to Japan, what would what would the best company be? Because I'm I'm assuming this this goes both ways, right? You guys are looking for the same sort of investment in Japan as well, correct? Uh, yes, we, we promote, we try to help and encourage investments to Japan. Uh, we have, uh, investments from Florida companies like Hard Rock Cafe or JBill, which makes components for mm-hmm. uh, other manufacturers. Um, we have, uh, very, uh, ha- we have been having a, uh, good, uh, positive business environment. Um, we have had 
52 months consecutive months of positive growth in the Japanese economy. Um, the government has been promoting a flexible fiscal policy, uh, monetary easing, and mm-hmm. deregulation to promote this growth. Uh, we are the number three economy in the world. So this is a、That's、big、amazing. market. Yes.、Yeah. Uh, people don't,、uh, maybe they don't recognize it, but it's a big market. And we are a country of innovation、uh, and research and development. We have the best record in patents in the world. And also, we have, we ha- we have very good infrastructure, communication, transport, and water. Yeah.、Uh, who would have thought as, as small landmass as you are to be so industrious and, and to be, you said third? Third. Yeah. That's amazing. And then, first in patents, I, I, I can't imagine. What that list looks like and what's on it, but I'm sure it's pretty impressive, I bet.、Um, how long have you been here in the States?、Um, this time,、uh, close to two years now. Yeah. You like it? Yes. Have you gone to see the mouse? I have. Yes, I have.、Uh, <laughs> mouse, yes. You, you kind of have to, don't you? Yeah. What、um, do you think? Are there any big hurdles that, that、uh, American business needs to just be aware of that you'd think they're not when it comes to approaching Japan for the market or, or to do business with?、Um, no, not really.、Uh, because we, I think there's a different language and、yeah. I guess different cultures, but there's not something that you cannot overcome.、Um, we, as a government,、uh, support.、Uh, Prospective investors.、Um, we have、uh, the, our external trade organization, JETRO.、Mm-hmm. Um, they help investor, prospective investors to find partner companies in Japan, set up offices.、Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we, we ha- I meet many people in or around the state. Sometimes they come to me and say, but they're interested in、uh, entering the Japanese market. So, what I'll do is I'll try to help them by referring them to Jetro. Jetro supported such companies to visit Japan, meet with Japanese companies. So, we are, going, we are doing a lot of effort to get companies from this state and other states to、uh, invest in Japan. So, so Jetro works as, as like the agency or the middleman and, and really facilitates. Any of the loose ends or those things that, that we would not necessarily think about when yes, it comes to doing、yes. business. So, this is much easier than just doing it by yourself. Yeah, sure. I don't think I would even approach、yes. it by myself.、Yes. So,、um, so, how does one get involved with Jetro? Well, you can call them、uh, or send emails. They're very、uh, responsive, they'll, they'll respond on the same day or maybe、yeah. the day after. And then、um, let's talk about the, the, some more about the thing in the, the、uh, event in Orlando. But where is that? Is it going to be the convention center down there?、Uh, this will be at the、uh, Grand,、uh, Grand Hyatt、mm-hmm. in Grand Cyprus. All right. So、um, it'll be done in, in style.、Yes. <laughs> um, and、uh, yes. So this is,、uh, this is the first kickoff meeting. And how do you get Is there still space for those that may be interested or, or want to come down and join? Yes,、um, they can、uh, register online to, the,、uh, to this meeting.、Um, the meeting is called the、uh, Florida Japan、uh, Aerospace and Aviation Summit.、Um, there is a、uh, website for this, and they can join. 
And we'll put that link on our on our um, site here too when we get uh, when we get done with our show today. So I've noticed because you have all this information here in front of us, there are a lot of Florida-born companies already in Japan. Oh yes, um, Tony Roma's, Tropicana, Outback, Hooters, of course. You figured that was coming, right? Citrix. Uh, we actually have a uh, uh, event coming up on Monday, and Citrix Citrix is a big part of it. Um, Royal Caribbean. I did not know that that was a, mm. a Florida-born company, to be honest, mm. and uh, let alone to, to already be in Japan. But this just goes to show you, um, you know, these are no small companies by any means, but um, to be invested already is a pretty good sign. I mean, if these guys can survive, I'm pretty sure the next guy can too, right? Yes. So, um, how did how did the, did these guys get in there by default, or did they got to go through the, some of the same process? I think there are many uh, varied ways of coming into yeah. Japan, um, but uh, but I think they were attracted by the opportunities that exist in the Japanese market. Um, there are quite a few uh, tourist-related companies, mm-hmm. like Royal Caribbean. Um, this is because in recent years, inbound tourism to Japan has been e- increasing. Um, just between uh, 2011, when we had the earthquake, and uh, 2015, the number of foreign tourists increased by more than threefold. And uh, and some of them come by using a cruise ship mm-hmm. run by Roy Caribbean. <clears throat> and uh, you can imagine how much business opportunity this means because sure. you have so many more tourists in Japan uh, that they'll be using hotels. There are many uh, American hotel chains which are opening mm-hmm. new hotels. Yeah. And uh, and there are many opportunities for selling goods in Japan. So if I had, if I were to plan a trip to Japan, how long would I? How long would be ideal for me to spend time there to actually really see the country? Well, I think you need at least ten days stay in Japan to see the country if it's the first time, especially. Yeah. Um, there's everything for everyone in the sense that there is a modern culture, there is good food. Traditional culture, interesting art museums and other things in the city, mm-hmm. anime and pop culture, and then there's natural beauty and the hot springs in the countryside. So there's a lot of things to see. It's just that people think that it's far away, it's a foreign culture, it's a different language, mm-hmm. but Japanese people are very hospitable. Yeah. Do a lot of them speak English as, as a secondary language? I cannot say that many of them speak English, but some who do will approach you and try to help you if you lo- seem lost. Okay. So, so take a, a translator or, or, well, now you can do it with your phones, yes. right? Yeah. Which is, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, what do you think are the top three tourism spots in Japan? Well, they first get into uh, Japan through usually Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And Tokyo is the main city of Japan and the capital. There are many... Tokyo has the biggest number of Michelin-star restaurants in the world. (laughs) They have more stars. So, yeah, certainly if you're interested in good food, you can have good food and sake. Mm -hmm. And there are many very good museums and also high-tech high-tech museums, as well as uh, a lot of pop culture. Because young people are very interested in animes. Yeah. 
Um, and then you should see Kyoto, which is the ancient capital. That's where you find the traditional culture at its best with temples and shrines and Japanese gardens and maybe some samurai uh, museums. Yeah, very cool. So, so this that, is that's something you want to see. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's also the remote islands, which are beautiful scenery, natural beauty. Yeah, very secluded. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, you said a, a magic word in, in my household, and that's sake. Right, which brings me to this awesome bottle that's sitting in front of me. So, I don't know how or when or why, but at some point in my life, the switch flipped, and I could drink this stuff like it was nobody's business, and it was delicious. And even more so uh, through my culinary stuff, to see the differences between each mm-hmm. sake, much like here in the states, it's the difference between a beer or or mm-hmm. liquor. But I'd say more between the beers. I think you have the bigger difference than in the wines. What is this that I have in my hand? Right. Is this, is this like the secret weapon? <laughs> well, uh, it's, uh, if it's, if it's a secret, then maybe, uh, you shouldn't be, uh, holding it. <laughs> um, no, it's something that people enjoy in Japan. Yeah. And I think more people are now enjoying it in the United States. Yeah. Um, they produce sake using rice. Yeah. But much in the same manner as, uh, for example, beer. So I noticed that a, uh, an American beer brewery mm-hmm. used their facility that's to make sake mm-hmm. in, I think it was South Carolina. Yeah, same fermenting process. Yes. In, it's in, a similar in, fermenting process, although the, uh, the rice is being used and you have different yeasts. Yeah. So is, is sake in Japan is very um, territorial. Right, yes. the flavors yes. change yes. with with the rice and with the region. Um, what would be the best? What's the traditional way to consume this that I have here? Because it, it it's going to get consumed. I can tell you. Mm. <laughs> well, you should uh, drink it. Well, the best sake is are best drunk cold. Okay. Because so should. not hot. Yeah, the the ones that are served hot or warm mm-hmm. are the ones which are not so good. Yeah, which is why they're heated uh, up. Okay. Because if you heat it up, you cannot tell the difference. Okay. So the colder the better? Because you can well, get more you get more even, flavor? Well, sometimes it's good at room temperature. Okay. Because if you drink it at room temperature, it's uh, more rich. Okay. And if you drink it in low temperature, it's more smooth. Okay. So sake is more complex than wine in the sense that there's no such thing as a sweet or dry sake because if you're drinking a sake, it tastes dry at the beginning. Right. And then a little bit, oh no, sweet at the beginning and dry at the end. Okay. It's different when you're drinking it, the same sake at room temperature and cold temperature. Okay. And, uh, and also depending on how much, whether it's high grade or low grade, you have much more flavor. Mm-hmm. And fragrance, and sometimes there's less fra- uh, fragrance, but you have more like a rich uh, deepness to it. Okay, so there, it's more complex, even though it looks they all look the same in the sense that it's transparent. Right? Do they serve food with sake traditionally, or is sake usually drank? Uh by yes, itself? no. We we usually eat uh, something with sake. Um, that's the tradition, but uh, it's also a tradition that. You don't eat rice when you're eating, drinking sake. Well, that would make sense. Too much of a good thing. <laughs> um, how does the, how does the tradition go in Japan? Is, as far as here we have happy hour, right? So are, are there certain times of day or certain 
holidays or festivals that this is absolutely just mandatory or that's kind of what you do? Well, we we drink sake any any time yeah. that we want. But uh, at the same time, sake comes from tradition of, um, I mean, we, we think this is like the uh, the essence of the rice, mm-hmm. rice harvest. And so we present this to the Shinto gods. And so this is a very much part of the traditional Japanese culture. So harvest time would be... Harvest, no, after the harvest. Just after? Uh, and then you make sake. How long uh, does it take to, to make a, a batch, do you know? Well, basically, you harvest the rice around this time of year okay. in Japan. And then they ferment, they basically uh, steam it and cook it, mm-hmm. mix with the uh, yeast, and they put water in it. And then you keep it until they ferment and become alcohol. The first batch of sake usually is finished around January. Okay. And then you can keep it until like the fall of that following year. Wow. And it becomes more rich as yeah. you sort of keep it. Okay. So so it takes a little while then. Oh, yes. A couple of months. Okay. Very neat. Well, uh, we're getting to the end of our time here. Um, I, I want to thank you very much for spending mm-hmm. your, your time with us today. I know it is valuable, and I know you have a lot more to do. Was there anything else that that you maybe wanted to touch on that we might not have? Keith, uh, let him talk about jump. He's uh, yes. one of the keynote speakers oh, tomorrow man. at the Naval Air Station in Pensacola, yeah, right. and the mayor just gave him a proclamation to uh, for tomorrow's oh, event. See, you guys have been busy this morning. Yes. So, yeah, so by all means, let's talk about JUMP. Oh, thank you, Stanley. Um, the, uh, we have uh, about uh, 55,000 U.S. service members based in the uh, U.S. spaces in Japan, and there are about 45,000 civilians in these spaces wow. with the families. So this is a big number, but yeah. many of them come back to the U.S. Uh, after their tour and they continue to, uh, I guess, uh, promote the friendship with Japan. So we have this event tomorrow in the uh, Naval, uh, Naval Aviation Museum to honor the, those who have been in Japan serving the U.S. Uh, armed forces. Um, and this is a way, our way of trying to uh, thank you for their contribution. And, uh, and we hope that uh, this is an e- event which is open to the public from one to four. Mm-hmm. And we hope uh, more people can join us to promote our friendship. So, and I can, and I can say that if you are going to go get there a little early, cause you have to get through, uh, security at the, at the gates and all that good stuff. Um, you'll be speaking tomorrow. Yes, I'll be speaking and I'll be, uh, uh, I think someone will present the proclamation from the city of Pensacola. Very cool. Signed by the uh, Mayor Hayward to uh, uh, proclaim that tomorrow be the jump day, the Japan U.S. military uh, program day. Very cool. Well, that was, that was very neat. That's what you guys were doing this morning, huh? Good deal. Anything else on, on that stand that you can think of that people might need to know before arriving? Uh, at 12 o'clock, they will have some tables set up uh, di- for displays from each of the uh, Navy ba- bases from around Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, like Sasebo, and uh, there will be a table for each one of the from each one of these bases from people that have served uh, in Japan at these locations. Very cool. Which you can see from 12 to 1. Okay. And I'm grateful to the uh, organizer, mm-hmm. the uh, Japan America Society of Northwest Florida, 
which promotes uh, various activities. They're hardworking uh, with Japan. Yeah, um, and uh, they are sponsored by the uh, Sasaka Peace Foundation and the National Association of Japan America Society. Very neat. This is awesome. So a whole new world to me. Um, uh, as I met Stanley, I started to really learn about a lot of this stuff. But I've been. Uh, thoroughly impressed and, and honestly my mind has been blown over the last six months of just how much Japan and Florida, but Japan and the U.S. really collaborate on things and really bring, bring a lot of stuff together. And, um, I, I think it's, it's refreshing is what it is. So I want to thank you for your time today and, and for being here. Where to next? Oh. Well, maybe we have a sake event. <laughs> I think so. So I think we're going to get some things together and, um, We'll give uh, some of the other lovely people of Pensacola the opportunity to taste some sake, some real sake, and uh, really learn a little bit more about it. Um, again, being, having the culinary roots that I do, I'm excited. So we'll uh, we'll see if we can't make that happen. Uh, you guys can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our website at Pensacola.BusinessRadioX.com. Again, thank you very much for being here today. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. <laughs>